0: Welcome to Momming. We're your hosts, Rachel and Stacy, and we believe there's no better way to be encouraged through motherhood than by connecting with other moms. Oftentimes, we can lose our identity in motherhood. The constant
1: exhaustion, piles of dishes and laundry, and the mental gymnastics can leave us feeling
0: like we have nothing left to give,
1: but nothing could be further from the truth.
0: As moms, we've been tasked with not only helping to raise the next generation, but also to find our individual purpose in the everyday. Join us as we hear from moms just like you.
1: Welcome to Momming.
0: Hi, moms. Welcome back to this Diving Deeper episode of Momming, where we are going to be discussing in more detail community and the importance of community in our lives as moms, um, is a common theme on this show. I think we always say, "Don't mom alone." Yes, <laughs> community is muy importante. Muy, yes, and I can personally relate to this because I'm when when I had kids, I I would say that I wasn't really a part of a community per se. I was part of a you community. Were part of my community. I know Stacey. we were always. I was always a part of a community, but I never fully embraced it. Um, I let those things like. Social social anxiety yeah. and social awkwardness deter me from par- really participating in and building relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, the first couple years of being a mom was was hard for me. Um, Wait, why was it hard for you? Well, it just being a mom in general. I think for the first time, right? Was because you were switching difficult. your like career mind mm-hmm. to like
1: mom mind yes yeah
0: yes and i really did enjoy my career mm-hmm. and I, I i did like it and i've never really been a kid person mm-hmm. i think now i am for sure yeah but forced. um just kidding <laughs> it, it, it was forced but you know that has that's how it has to be with some people some, yeah some people. <laughs> it's totally fine yeah. it's the way god made us um now i love kids and mm-hmm. i think i can totally relate to them but i think for just so long i just didn't know what to say i didn't know how to relate and mm. I'm just a socially awkward person anyway. So. Um, that's true. <laughs> know. You know how I love my shirt quotes. Yes. Yes. Well, there was one that I read. It says having a socially awkward mom builds character. Oh my gosh. That's good. <laughs> Anyways. That's really good. My Where do you find these shirts? Definitely have. I I don't know. I just. I, I don't know. You have a shirt guy? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. I love the fact that. Being a mom and having kids has totally one made me realize how important it is. Mm-hmm. Two, made me love our community and realize that we're never gonna find it no matter yeah. where we go. Like God is faithful and if he calls you somewhere else, he's he's going to build that. Yep. But what we have here is so special and so sweet and it's it's just one of a kind, yeah. um, and we're so grateful for it. I, I love the fact that our kids are growing up mm-hmm. with their friends, mm-hmm. and you know they just have these these yeah. lifelong friendships and relationships. Well, it's pretty cool, like their second generation community because yeah.
1: because we all grew up together. <laughs> yes, I mean some of us, most of us. Yes, there's been a few transplants. Yes, which is cool. We're happy to graft them in. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so cool
0: to think about our children now. Ha- they're all friends. Yes, I love it, and it doesn't matter if it's. It's usually like moms are like, okay, I have girls, so right. I need some girl. Like, right? So many of my friends, like yeah. you included, all yeah. have boys, yeah. and you have to grown make it work with boy totally friends, and she's totally loves that. Yeah. You know, it's it's like I will so say great. the older they get, yes, that becomes
1: a little harder. Yeah, no, I I
0: totally agree.
1: Um, but that's kind of a different discussion. <laughs>
0: Yes, <laughs> yes, but, it, but we can all hang out together. Our yes. kids do enjoy it's hanging totally out fine. no matter what the, the age enjoy the gender. Range or yeah. the gender. It's, yeah. it's just really sweet. Yeah. And um, I'm just grateful that well, my husband is a very social butterfly, mm-hmm. so he same. he's always pulled me in yep despite my same kicking and screaming yep. but my kids, especially, you know, when my husband's not around, to do that mm-hmm. and to, to be that for them. Like, they're always, Mom, let's go. Mm-hmm. Get your stuff, let's go. When are we hanging out with our friends? You know, and they, yeah. they just don't let me give up. Right. Like, it's like, it definitely has to be a part of their lives yeah. and they love it and they look forward to it.
1: Yeah, I think that's huge. Um, sometimes I think about times in my kids' lives where they've struggled to find their community. Like, we've made, like, one year we made a really big school transition and that was really really hard yeah. for one of our children mm-hmm. and he and it was 2 years and he never really found that community where he was and 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 i going through it i would have been like ah oh, lord like make it stop this is horrible but now looking back i actually see how it developed character in him how not having a great community or having a really tough community somewhere where he didn't really feel like he fit in actually made him more dependent on the lord it made him appreciate the good friends he did have like at church because this was a school community um and actually as a family i felt like we kind of had to come together and like rally around him mm-hmm. like okay like you know encourage him every day and deal with the heart issues and so i just wanted to kind of throw out a little encouragement to to anyone who's listening whose children maybe aren't fitting in you know or who maybe are shy or socially awkward or they have social hangups or whatever. It's not necessarily a bad thing. There can be really good fruit that comes from that. Um, And then the other thing I'll say on that note is just to pray, pray for God to bring that one or two or three perfect friends for your not perfect friends, but friends that fit well Mm -hmm. um, to your child because he loves our kids and he's, he has created us for community. And so just just offer that as a prayer to the lord lord bring those 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 you know supportive awesome friends into my children's life this is a huge um something we can advocate for our kids you yes. know, with the lord yeah um so anything else you want to talk about with the kids
0: in their community um are we good on that oh i i yeah I think, and just to touch on what you said, like we have different communities. It's not all the same, right? Right. So, it's like you know, they're in school and they have friends there. They have this activity and they have friends there. Right. Um, And then we have our family community, Mm -hmm. which is so sweet, and our church community, Um, and obviously that's where I think the bulk of the relationships lie. But Mm -hmm. we all we all all of us have different communities: a work community Mm -hmm. if you're working, you know. And so mm-hmm. we, we make we make it work everywhere. But Yeah. So shifting gears, talking about children and our
1: kids to back to us moms and as adults. Um, something that we didn't get to ask Josefina was what are some things that can keep moms specifically out of community? And we talked a little bit on, you know, isolation, tactics of the enemy, mm-hmm. not feeling worthy enough for relationships. We talked about maybe you feel Shame, or hey, if some—this is a really huge lie I hear a lot—is if everyone really knew, like how I was or who I am or the things I struggle with, they wouldn't want to be my friend or they wouldn't want to know me. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can fill in the blank on whatever that is for you, but that's a lie straight from the pit of hell. Um, I think, I think those things that we struggle with and those things that have broken us in the past or that are breaking us currently those are actually amazing ways to connect with others Mm -hmm. because everyone (laughs) every single person on this planet is struggling in some way shape or form and no matter the the perfect persona that they may put out you know everyone has struggles and everyone has shame or 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 hardship or whatever fill in the blank and so don't let your fear of what other people may think of you or your life choices or your family ever keep you out of community. That's like tactic number one. Yes. You even see that in nature. For like sure. the old sick lion. <laughs> oh, no, that's a bad example because yeah, a, yeah, <laughs> p- a lion is the predator. Okay, <laughs> antelope. <laughs> yeah. That's the one that gets picked off. Right. Because lions are smart. And they don't want to work harder than they have to so they Mm -hmm. just wait for the perfect opportunity and sometimes i think as moms we shoot ourselves in the foot so to speak Mm -hmm. we take ourselves down and the enemy doesn't even really have to try very hard because we keep ourselves out of community out of fear or Mm -hmm. doubt or shame or whatever and i just can't say this enough you have to take that step over that and and plug yourself in find your church Find your school, find your homeschool, find whatever it is where you have like-minded people who, who, you know, not necessarily agree with you on everything, but who generally in the way you live your life, you know, the decisions that you guys make line up. Find those people and get plugged in.
0: Yes. Because it's probably not going to come to you if you don't, like, put yourself out there. Mm-hmm. That's another thing. Mm-hmm. It, no, absolutely. If yeah. you're not trying, then, then, yeah. Yeah. I mean, people... Uh, it's not that people don't love you, but they're just not typically going to be like, oh, hi, who are you? Let's right. Let's talk. Yeah. They're not
1: going to pursue you in a way of like hunting you down because that gets
0: creepy really fast. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we kind of got off topic. Yeah. Well, one of the things that kept me out of community, I would say, in. It's so silly when I actually say it out loud. No, because someone it, probably is thinking exactly it's, what you're going It's just say. like another one of those lies the yeah. enemy tells you and and makes you believe. You know, like I'm not cool enough mm-hmm. to hang out with these people. I'm not cool. And I'm not cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trendy enough. I'll never be able to measure up. I'm not mm-hmm. that trend center person. I'm mm-hmm. not that popular person. Everybody's attracted to that person like a magnet, you know. Yeah. And um, sometimes I just felt like, like growing up, like that was, if you, you know, you were always competing to be that person's best friend, and, and mm-hmm. I learned very early on in my life that wasn't me, and I became very comfortable on my own and by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and you not married, that that's a bad. You married thing. like the most popular guy in school. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> sorry It's like a miracle <laughs> yeah um, and so that's dangerous too becoming yeah. so comfortable being alone and being Absolutely. by yourself um, just being I mean I was comfortable in my own shoes mm-hmm. for sure which is good and confident in that but I was never confident walking into a group of people and yeah. making friends Yeah, you know yeah. and so that's how he kept me out of community yeah. I'd say you know and the longer that goes on, yes. the worse the social anxiety becomes. Yes, <laughs> and the harder it is to step out. Exactly, that's a good a good point.
1: Something that I can kind of like pull from what Josefina said is that because of what she's gone through, she sees, and she used the word outcast, but maybe that's kind of a stronger word. She sees the one that's sitting by themselves, mm-hmm. or, or the single mom, or the child who isn't, you know, in the group or whatever. And God has given her those eyes to see, and so. I think it's important that we examine ourselves and ask God, like, okay, well, what are the gifts you've given me? Because he's given each of us lots of gifts. And I don't mean like the spiritual ones that are listed out in the New Testament. I mean, he's given <laughs> us all, all eyes to see. And if if you know the Lord, he's given you the Holy Spirit. So, so think about kind of who you are and your personality. Are you more of that introvert, it's hard for you, you're shy, you know, um, ask the Lord to help you and to see where he could use that gift, but if you are more of like how Josefina was saying, I can't stand to see like those kids alone or, or that person sitting by themselves or whatever. And so she makes it her mission to like go and find those people and to and to seek them out. This is a great example of the body of Christ working together the way that it was made to. You know, should Josefina sit in her house and give in to her fear and her doubt? No. Who's going to be the one? That yeah. goes and reaches out. She has. She would then be robbing the body of Christ of a role that God has given her. Mm-hmm. And so you have to know that God's given you a role, and if you choose to abdicate that role, you're robbing the body of Christ of th- of the role that He's given you. And right. you're sh- and you're honestly you're selling yourself short. Yes. Because there's so much blessing that comes in stepping into the role that God's given us, and it could be more than one role. Sometimes the role changes as we go through seasons of life. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, the point is this, is if you're not sure of where your your gifting or your passions or your calling lies, spend some time with the Lord and in his word and he's gonna show you. Think about the things that you're drawn to. Think about the gifts he's given you naturally. Think about um, you know, what people say or notice about you. Like, oh, you're really good at this or I notice this about you. Now ask the people around you, what stands out about me to you? Not in a boastful or a prideful way, but that will kind of give you some direction of like okay well what's my role in this community? How can I, you know, s- you know step into the role that God's given me? There is so much joy, wouldn't you say? Like like you can probably speak into this from like before where you were kind of like shying away into now where you feel like you are stepping and have stepped into mm-hmm. this role that I mean God's made you to be who you are and you're I feel like totally living in it and isn't it well, night and day how you I mean I hate to use the word feelings but like how you feel inside like don't you feel like you're a different person?
0: Well you feel like you're actually doing what the Lord's called you to do. Right. You know and the the beautiful thing about hanging out with your community and of course obviously seeking the Lord and asking him but the more you hang out with people and you talk to them and you build relationships the more you can see what lane everyone's in. Mm-hmm. Like I love that analogy like like God gave me my lane, and I need to stay in my lane. And mm-hmm. so often in this world where we compare, mm-hmm. like we're always like, "Well, I want to be—that's how I need to be," mm. and we try to switch lanes, mm-hmm. but that's not the direction that God or the gifting that God has given us, and we we can take comfort in the fact that we're not going to be like that other person, right. but that is the gifting that he's given them. And he's given me this gifting and I can stay in this lane. And the more that we build those relationships, we see mm-hmm. like all of our friends have their own mm-hmm. niche, totally. you know, and it's so, so sweet and comforting yeah. to know that I don't have to be everything for everyone all the time. Right. Pressure's off. That's <laughs> right. a big, that's a
1: lot to take on yeah. your shoulders. Yeah. It's overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, I, I think that's something moms do too. I think they take too much on, Mm -hmm. and then they can't possibly fulfill all of those roles. Those pseudo—I'm going to call them pseudo roles—because they really weren't supposed to take them anyway in the first place. Mm -hmm. You know, like there was a time when my kids, when in their younger years, where I was like, "Well, I'm going to be the team parent for like every single thing (laughs) because I want my kids to know that I care about what they care about, and I want to be involved, and I want to support their endeavors." Mm -hmm. And so I would like say yes to everything. And before I knew it, I was on like two (laughs) committees for my son's theater. I was team mom for my son's baseball. I was serving in church in like a myriad of things. I was like helping out with their scouting group. Like totally – I was drowning. Yes. I was drowning. And then none of it was fun. And it was all a burden. Because it was too much. Because it was too much. I was trying to be all things to all men. Yes. And you just
0: can't. That's not God's calling. And you have to – like. Everybody needs volunteers for everything. Yes. Okay. So <laughs> just because somebody asks Even you to do Even when the world burns, people will, <laughs> need, will need volunteers. volunteers. <laughs> so just because you're asked and you're asked and you're asked, that doesn't necessarily mean mm. that that's God's way of being like, okay, you need to do it. Okay, right. you need to do it. Obviously, you need to go to him and be like, I want to be wise with my time. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure that I can do everything you've called me to do it may not may not be that you're saying yes to everybody who asks you to help out with something. Yep. And don't be <laughs> afraid you're not letting people down. No. Like they know. Yeah.
1: Everyone knows. Everyone who's ever led anything understands mm-hmm. like the whole volunteer thing. <laughs> anyway, back to community. Moms, we just we we can't stress enough how community um upholds you when you are down, when you are lonely, hopeless, depressed. The Bible says that we can be the hands and feet of God, that we can be the hands and feet of Jesus, that are actual tangible things on this earth. We are meant to be that for each other. We are meant to be, you know, that phone call or on the text, or I'm going to bring you coffee or we're going to go hang out and our kids are going to play or, you know, hey, I'm planning this event. I'm pulling you in. You're going to, you know, be my assistant, whatever. We need each other. And um, I think Americans very specifically love the word independence <laughs> and, and in certain situations I would agree with that. But when it comes to being a mother and a, in, in, your, in the body of Christ, independence is not, that's not a good trait. Right. We need humility and we need to know when to raise the white flag and say, I can't do this on my own. Mm-hmm. Let's go.
0: Yes. I love that. That's my soapbox. No, I love that. Okay. Or that's not my gifting Can somebody else help me out with that? Can someone else please (laughs) do this? Like I would always have you just
1: do anything creative (laughs) for me because that's not my gifting. All right, moms. I love you, friend. (laughs) See, you didn't even deny
0: it because you know it's true. I loved your trunk or tree car last year. It was
1: the worst one. (laughs) It was the worst one. Anyway, moms, thanks for listening. Make sure to tune in to our upcoming episodes. The holidays are here. It is official. I got a Christmas email the other day in the middle of September. So I can officially start talking about it. (laughs) Don't want to miss our upcoming episodes. We have tons of jam-packed guests, topics, really, really, really great stuff. We love you. And remember, don't mom alone. We'll see you next time. Bye.